0: the one manual literacy thing the peanut butter jelly one I loved it, that was I, loved so it. Freaking awesome.
1: <laughs> I mean that's so many lessons in one because when you're talking about scientific writing when I read instructions like one of my favorite things to do is put together um kit furniture like Ikea stuff like mm-hmm. that I get uncomfortably excited about that and so <laughs> when I read the instructions I'm like this none of what you're saying is what we need to do here like and they're showing a diagram and you can actually see what they're having to do in order to build it and i'm like that's not what the words say like wh- who wrote that an english major which there's nothing wrong with i need english majors but like that's not that's not what you're telling me how to do so when you say that you put together something without, without the instructions that are having to like walk it back because like <laughs> Okay, maybe there was one instruction in there that was actually helpful.
0: And there are there are so many things that we do that we just assume everybody knows how to do.
1: Yeah, but you take enough philosophy courses, and the top of bread is everything. <laughs> like that's the Earth's crust, you know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Here, are we ready to start this? Are we happy with the lighting? Are um, you too dark. Too pale.
1: Nope.
0: You like yourself?
1: I like. I did before I got here. I like. It. I like myself now too.
0: So are you Mary, Mary Bruce, Mary Bruce Clemens? who are you?
1: Mary Bruce or MB.
0: Mary Bruce or MB.
1: And if you need, you can call me Mary, you can call me, yeah. Okay. How about you? I'm Tim. Tim? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too.
0: Yeah. Hi, this is Tim, and welcome to Talks with Tim. And I have with me Mary Bruce Clemens, who I work with at TW Controls. And Mary, what do you want to talk about today?
1: I want to talk about manual literacy.
0: Okay, if you don't know, Mary and I, we end up in all types of crazy conversations while we're sitting there building control panels and trainers and things. And uh, it's just like, hey, let's just let's just hit the record button and see what happens. Absolutely. So here we are.
1: We usually, you know, while we're having those conversations, we usually have tools in our hands and other other things, and that usually gears our conversation. <laughs> 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 this is which is great. This is actually my favorite screwdriver, if anybody wondered. I'll put it on my Amazon wish list. Thank you. Um,
0: and we also have Klein wire strippers. Also.
1: And yeah,
0: it's they, not sponsored by Klein, but these are the best wire strippers there
1: are. And we did have a huge conversation about how all other wire strippers are not as profoundly useful as those yesterday.
0: And here's why we can't have a conversation about a specific subject. Because we said we were going to talk about manual literacy, and here we are talking about tools.
1: Which is related okay (laughs) because manual literacy requires tools
0: and yeah so what is manual literacy
1: to me it's anything having to do with substances and how they respond to the human brain not not substances that we ingest but substances that we use in order to create things so if that sand concrete string people that mess with string have a brain that I love you guys from afar, right? You guys know things I don't know. Wood, any of those types of materials and how they respond. Water, so basically the manipulation of materials and thought processes. Well,
0: and I guess guess we should back up a little bit of the context. Why are we talking about this? I I actually met Mary when uh, she was working for a local making foundation, and I was just amazed by the way she interacted with kids and the programs that they were bringing forward. And really, most of our conversations are, how can we get involved in that? So, yeah, that's a little bit of the context.
1: (laughs) I think it's a passion for both of us because another conversation that we've had is that neither one of us was very interested in the standard education program. Like we actually actively avoided it and tried to learn, just perform enough so that we could get through and learn another route. And I think that that's something that's pretty relatable to some of the greatest not, I'm I'm not throwing me in there but I think that Oh, I
0: think you should throw yourself in. <laughs> you are one of the greatest.
1: Minds, you know, minds don't have to perform one way in order to be good. You know, they can perform in a myriad of different ways. And the education system's great, but it kind of kills some of that the the physical the people that learn physically through through manipulation of objects and materials. Cuz I don't care about math until I need it in order to do the thing <laughs> that I need to do. And yeah. that's how you get there.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, so back to manual literacy. Would you consider it mostly working with your hands in some way, or what all would you encompass in that? Cause yeah, I know you talked about concrete, about sand.
1: Yeah, and it's difficult to even say with hands because I know a lot of people that are incredible builders that don't even have hands. So it's thinking about. I've never had a physics. I've never had a physics class. Would probably never take one unless I knew that I could use materials in there, and so. I guess manual literacy would just be the manipulation of materials and how they function together in general. But I've thought about this, thought about this a lot, and it has to do with things outside of our trade. Like, a lot of the people who work in our trade aren't very good at feeding themselves. But, you know, like, so like uh, the manipulation of materials with foods, binders, how we get suspension agents in our beverages, things like that. Uh, yeah. That's all part of that. It's a physical science. But those tools, you know, we I was telling Tim that I used a just a standard pair of wire strippers from Walmart that came in a kit, and I almost lost my mind. Like I had to walk I had to like point at it and say, I don't I don't like you. And I had to walk away and take, to take a <laughs> lap. And I had to come back and say, This is the tool that I have. So I'm I'm comfortable doing wire stripping with my favorite pair of strippers. That tells me a lot about what I've done to make my job comfortable. And so that affects my self-esteem. I mm-hmm. pick up another tool and it doesn't work as well as the one that I'm used to. And then I think I don't know how to do what I know how to do. And that's that affects how we learn also. Self-esteem affects how we learn.
0: Which kind of goes back here. Yeah, if you have crappy tools, you're probably never gonna figure out how to do it. So yeah, don't buy these lame tool kits for kids. Get them a real hammer and a real saw. Yeah, they do. won't hurt themselves, they won't.
1: I do have an appreciation for tiny hammers. Let me take
0: that back. Don't get them electric saw. I'm saying like a regular hand saw where they can sit there and make some wood dust. I know it's a great time. You got to love my order. I'm going to see if the mic's working now. Yes.
1: Good.
0: (laughs) It's working. Mic check. Yes. Mic check halfway through the podcast.
1: Okay, you use the pen for that, but I mean, that's the same thing for any artist using a different pen. If you pick up one and you're not used to using it, it does take the joy from that. Just like learning through a standard education program, if that's not for you, it takes the joy out of it. I was talking to the lady at UPS about something about having to do with physics, and she was like, you know, I've never had a positive experience with math, so like I actively run away from it. And I was like, that's how I feel too, but it's not because I'm not good at math, it's because the way that they wanted me to learn it. Yeah. Wasn't interesting at all,
0: but yeah, that's why you know I think I always loved word problems because it put things into some type of context. You know, if you just throw some equations there and it's like solve for x, it's like, uh, okay, now I, I know how to solve for x, but I'm probably not gonna put a lot of effort into it. Now, you told me that you know Jill spent this much money and she bought five t shirts and Couple things of candy. Figure out, you know, how much each was. You know, then it's like, oh, let's figure this out.
1: There's a why to it. Yeah. And then I'm like, teacher, solve for x on y. I don't care about solving for x. Like, yeah. <laughs> give, give me some, give me some kind of story here. What are we doing? What's the narrative? What's the, what's the reason? Because anything else is frivolous if it doesn't have an application. I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, since we're kind of going to school, how how can we? How do you think we can get involved in schools to help with this? This may, you know, this may be a multi-part series. I get the feeling something we could talk for a huge days about that. <laughs>
1: the reason we're talking about manual literacy is because of the the paths that you. It seems like we've traveled roundaboutly to get to where we are. Are kind of similar. Contention through school, finding a way to use our hand, finding a way to make money off of it it would be hard for us to have had trouble in school and not have found a way to manipulate materials in order to make industry. I think that a lot of this conversation has percolated right about the time that COVID hit. I was listening to another podcast this morning about that Lego, the Lego foundation has gotten really involved with schools. And that's, that's a great kit, right? We all know that Legos, they've done a whole bunch of research on like, how big does a Lego piece need to be? So a kid doesn't swallow it and aspirate, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they don't want to get sued, but I learned a lot through Legos. I learned a lot about leverage and what kind of weight and what kind of stability you needed in order to make a super tall structure stand up.
0: Okay, so I had to go out on a rabbit trail on Legos. Did you know you can get a Lego custom made to look like anything? So I can make a Mary Bruce Lego,
1: like a kit.
0: No, like you know, you have the little Lego the little, people,
1: the little figurines.
0: Yeah, you can get you can get a Lego custom made to look like you. I'm gonna, i call me like Oh, a Lego no, no. Now we now we have to go look at it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs>
1: No, there is. We could go on lots of Lego (laughs) rabbit trails. I think how we get involved is going to be at the end of several rabbit trails.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this and that's I think part of the deal, and that's why we've had so many conversations. Is there is, you know, if it was that simple to get involved and have the perfect combination, it'd already be done.
1: The Making Foundation was a wonderful initiative, and I found out a lot of just logistic issues. Mm-hmm. Like, getting kids to another place is really difficult. Um, and not because their parents don't want them to be involved, but in our area, transportation is an issue. We don't have enough drivers. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's a problem. Uh, you know, if Tesla wants to invent uh, self-driving school buses... That would be fantastic, because that would solve that.
0: No, I, uh, I don't know if parents would go for it, but they should.
1: <laughs> you know, I think after a whole year of being trapped with their kids 24 hours a day, it, <laughs> yeah. somebody has to be willing to gamble, right? Yeah. So the lady, no kid. <laughs> well,
0: um, that's what makes it so awesome, though because, yeah, I mean, you invest in other people's kids. See, there's where I got it from, Jake Hall has one. Yeah, this is Jake Hall's Lego figure. What? Yeah, the manufacturer millennial. Do you follow him? No. You should. He has all types of cool things. He posts like one-minute clips of different manufacturing processes. Great. And so it's like, you know, and even me, you know, I I think I've been to a lot of manufacturing. But I look at him like, gosh, I never would have thought or that it would have been done that way. Yeah, I was going to say, why don't I just Google this? Lego custom mini mini. Figure. That probably would get us there. Minifigs.me. Me. Yeah. So we can make a Mary Bruce. Oh, you can make a censored. Uh. Great. <laughs> That's good. I'm not sure no, that would, that would be good, but yeah, you you can make your own
1: <laughs> Lego minifigure. That's awesome.
0: Where in the world were we even at before we started down that?
1: Well, Lego foundation is something that they're doing to come up with that. So that's a manufacturer that's gotten into manufacturing education. That's in a manufacturing education environment, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So they actually have industry professionals that are educators that take that stuff around and they give an exercise like let's build, uh, we're going overseas and we're going to do uh, medical outreach. Let's build a vehicle. And so the the idea is formed that, you know, that it's got to be something that can be shipped. Uh, it's got to be something that if you don't know what terrain you're going to, that it's able to do all terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it has to have the ability to transport humans away or, you know, from danger, which is pretty incredible because then it's, a cerebral activity for children that they're problem solving and even the most obnoxious of children has like uh has i mean usually the most obnoxious kid has the most solid idea right Mm -hmm. i mean that's usually how it goes in a group of kids um there's the ones that are playing it safe because they want to get a gold star and they learn through that process that they could have letting their little weird flag out you know and so it's important to see how those kids do the interpretation of what the adult says um because we want our kids to be the whole point of having kids is to make them better than us right like we get we get our own version 2.0 in our 20s version 3.0 in our 30s and so on and so on and then we make another human we're like please don't make the same mistakes that i did like the whole <laughs> point is so you can just skip that whole you don't even have to do that and if you feel like you need to dabble you don't need to go that far and so with manual literacy same thing so we tell you know uh I think about water, garden hoses, uh, vessels in which water happens. It doesn't matter how many times I do dishes. I end up with water on me all the time because the physics of water is something that has to be practiced. Um, And it's not a dangerous, you know, if I'm washing dishes, I'm not really in any danger. Kind of. (laughs) Things have happened, but it's okay. You know, it's, you know, you just, you have to learn things over time. That <laughs> I came from Legos. Okay. Take it away, Tim.
0: <laughs> well, where do we go from there? I think one thing we're seeing is, yeah, I think a lot of kids and a lot of adults don't understand those connections from one thing to another thing. You know, how they relate and even, you know, how going back to water, how does the water come out of the spigot? You know, where does it come from? You know, do people realize those big tall towers that are usually painted blue, sometimes they have the city name on them, are actually what feeds the water. And it's just gravity. It's not even there's no pumps actually forcing the water usually to you. It's all gravity fed. That's why your water works. Unless you're on a well, it works while your power is out.
1: Which is awesome. (laughs) Well, not for me
0: because yeah, yeah, we have wealth. So. You got,
1: so you so the manual literacy there is but like if a storm is coming, you go and you fill up your bathtub, you go fill up your washer because you don't know how long you're going to be without that pump, and you need to be able to flush your commode unless you want to go super old school. Yeah, and that's the kind of mountain stuff that like if you weren't raised in a rural community, you wouldn't plan for it. You know, you'd be mm-hmm. like, "Well, I can't even wash my toilet." You know, you'd go to the store and buy a gallon of water so you could flush your toilet or something. Um, but those logistics on what makes those things work, all there's no entryway, there's no language that has to be learned for you to learn about manual literacy. You don't have to speak, you don't have to even understand the words that are being said to you.
0: You always have to be curious.
1: Yeah. And you have to want something enough that you move things around and, and that's Something that some people don't have, right? Mm-hmm. Some people don't want to learn physically. Some people want to read it out of a book. And I am grateful for those people because then they can tell it to me in story form.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'll read the same page four times and not get anything from it. And that's mm-hmm. unfortunate. It creates a huge barrier, which is why the Sanders school system is not effective for everyone, right. and we lose a lot of great minds that way, mm-hmm. and we tell them that they're not able, and then we tell them that they are less than, and that's unfortunate because a lot of them, uh, I dare say all of them, uh, I know they never deserved that, and then B, they're missing a huge part of their strengths, and we're missing a shift in industry because those minds are no longer involved. We kicked them out. No. you're out of the game.
0: You know, and I, 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 I say I grew up privileged because I grew up um, in a machine shop, you know, I, I, I really had access to this almost daily. You know, I would, um, I would leave school and I would be able to go to dad's shop in middle school and I'll never forget, you know, the one time I really felt punished for my grades is I, I had, I think I had a couple F's. And I couldn't go, I couldn't go to the shop and work until until I got my grades up. I'm like, I what? you know, here I am having to get my grades up so I can go actually learn something at the shop.
1: But. No, that's relatable. <laughs> the fear of giving I got a vehicle, uh, it was given to me. I feel privileged for that. Uh, it was an 89 Vista Colt cruiser. It was really dorky, but it was definitely, it got me to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only thing I cared about was I don't care about school. I don't care about anything. I just want to go to work. Um, so that I can fund the things that people are telling me are not for me. Mm-hmm. So like if you tell me I can't, you tell me there's no tools. I'll go buy a it. tool. So, well, it's fine. I'll figure it out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so it's interesting that a child was wanting to go to work. <laughs> like, don't you want to like do bands or something? no, I need, I need money. I gotta go get some money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but everybody's got their own motivator, right? And that's the thing that's pretty great. So if you introduce learning through play and not nonsensical play, because there are kids that from the jump are not into nonsense. Like they're, they're just like little foremen born on this planet to be a foreman, right? <laughs> Cut the crap. We got to get to work. Even as little toddlers, they don't even know how to communicate. And they're like, no, this is silly. Um, so if you introduce play as a function, so play as building, um, it changes the game entirely because mm-hmm. some kids are built for fantasy and some kids are not. Yeah. Um,
0: but and... we, we we act like they all ought to be
1: yeah.
0: exactly the same. Oh no, you have to, you know, make if you're a girl, especially, you have to, you know, if you're going to do Legos, it has to be your pink castle.
1: They did, yeah, they gotta yeah. be perfect. You <laughs> can't even touch them if they're like primary <laughs> <Yeah>. colors. Please, <laughs> but... That's not for you. Uh, Does your Lego lady have a skirt? Because uh, if not, I can't. You can't participate. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my my favorite toys, uh, even when I was doing early childhood education, was just the standard wooden blocks of different shapes. Mm-hmm. Kids learn so much from that, and it's and it's a substance in which it. We don't see wood stuff very often. We mm-hmm. certainly don't see wood stuff that you can, you can project on, like oh uh, this is a piece of cheese or oh this is a seventy, you know, kilo block. And a building, you know, you you use fantasy, your own brand of fantasy is what's what's uh is what we can't access, right? Mm-hmm. As educators or as people in manufacturing, we can't tell you the reason or the why you come up with your own system to learn things. Um still,
0: you know, early on, still one of my favorite toys was Lincoln Logs.
1: They're fascinating. Yeah.
0: Well and you know, Legos, don't get me wrong, Legos are awesome. They are. But you know, with Lincoln Logs, you gotta buzz it. You it's did. like, you know, I wanna you build do all this. To <laughs> You have a budget, <laughs> and it's like oh man i don't have the right shapes to do this you really got to think about how to budget your materials you do do what you want you know like it, it's just like let me go um let me go grab some more
1: yeah <laughs> but, yeah
0: but yeah you know you got so many small ones and you got your medium-length ones and i think you had the ones for the doorways and it's like okay you know i can only put in two windows and a door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how are we going to work all this out
1: no that's that's really really that's that's awesome it's uh and it's so part of that is that it's it's so linear right you've got five categories with the legos they're incredible but you don't have you don't have a whole lot of agency on making decisions like that because there's always more unless unless you run out
0: um well there's, there's infinite pieces of legos you know and it's like oh gosh yeah
1: and then there's the socioeconomic barrier like we had we had a few sets of legos but like it, i mean we didn't have a whole lot mm-hmm. um and it seems like the kids the more legos you give them the less interested they're in you
0: yeah, know you're right and we you know i had we there definitely wasn't the variety of legos when i was growing up but you know we had one set and i would make you know i had my transformer robots so I made Lego robots because you didn't want to tear up your Transformer robots. And say, so, you know, yep. they were the ones that get destroyed. They were all the drones. Smashing, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you gotta so get, yeah. So we would build the armies of Lego robots and then we would smash
1: them all. <laughs> the, I mean, the destroying. So let's talk about that as part of manual literacy. What it takes to destroy things is just as important as what it takes to dec- to create them. And not having a fear, not being reprimanded for breaking a toy. It's yeah. an object. Who cares? There's more, you know, like if you learn something from it, it's it's invaluable, especially when it comes to keeping you safe. Because when I learn through toys or when I learn through tools and I don't bleed at the end of the day, I call it a success, right? Yep. Uh, and, and if I saw where I almost bled.
0: That's a learning opportunity. Right.
1: And you look at your peers and you're like, shut up. Don't you ever mention that.
0: Well, you know, talking about destroying things. Also, if you have something broke, I'll never forget, you know, Michael went through a phase where and really it started off dad and I were working on a project and he was down there and he was he was too young he was in the way and he's like I just want to help can I help can I help can I help and you know it was like a 500 pound part it's like no you cannot help you're going to get smashed and um finally I'm like hey that vacuum cleaner over there is broke you want to do you want to take it apart and see how it works and I mean that fascinated him and I mean for like six months after that he's like is anything broke? Can I take anything apart? <laughs> you know? awesome. But yeah, I mean, I think that really helps, you know, the, you know, develop the, you know, it's that mechanical mind of, oh, you know, okay, well, these screws hold this cover on, but underneath that cover, there are parts that probably have a function. You yeah, know, it's not magic. It's you know, there's some things in there.
1: Until it comes to like, you know, circuit boards, then it's a little bit of magic. <laughs> a lot of magic. That's a great material science thing. Yeah. Uh, cuz there's a lot of texture stuff that goes into that. Mm-hmm. But that's a kid that wants to have a purpose, right? Yeah. Like he wants to serve like I'm here, yeah. give me something to do. That's all he said, th- you know, and that's that's awesome because I I you know, if you can do if you can do both, if you can watch it and you understand what's going on, then it's great. You're like wonderful. I'm not having to use my back. This is fantastic. Or um but you know, you do you do start to feel like where well, well, I need I need to do something, too. I need to learn something here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Taking apart things. it's very important.
0: Yeah, and very fun. I still enjoy it. I do, too. I even enjoy it more when it actually goes back together the right way the first time.
1: And so, <laughs> that I mean, that's a, that's a barrier, right? Because you think I, the odds of me being able to fix this is low. So, time is money. Uh, time is everything to us, right? That's what our whole lifetime is based on, is time and running out of it. And so when you think about, am I going to be able to fix it in a timely fashion, that prevents that play from happening. Because yeah. what you want to do is experiment. Because yeah. that's, that's fun. Um, it's when those inspe- exper- experimentations stop happening that we stop. That's That's playing, even for adults. If you get teenagers, even like the most uninvolved, grumpy, just adamantly against the living teenagers, if you ask them to play in the right way, they're going to do it every single time because we don't have permission to do that it's Mm -hmm. always be quieter be still be be less less, you know well well, you
0: you have a lot of experience with that i guess with you know trying to find that way to get probably more difficult teenagers into that playful mind
1: oh my god totally so taking kids out of a situation where they're They're built for survival now because they've had to react to it for so long. Um, If you start to experience that again, you know it's going to get taken away from you. So it's it's a risk, you know, and they already know that. That's a risk. If I start playing again, I'm just going to get shut down again and I'm going to have to go through that grief process and I already know that. And so if you can show it to them in ways that everything that you do is your own little game, like you can entertain yourself through anything um if you think about it from a different perspective even your so let's say you, you end up being a, a 50 year old that works in a factory full of people that uh, are uninterested in play there's still play through that you know we went into a factory recently and we saw someone had t- in their spare time made clip art out of the jackson five and put everybody's heads <laughs> on it because i can tell that that group of people over there like when you go to that corner of that shop that's a little family. They're all on the swivel for each other. Like, what's this person doing in our area, you know? Like, they've made a little home, a little family, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've introduced play into their corner. You yeah. go over to the other corner, there's no play. No. Yeah. There's no play there.
0: Yeah, and there's yeah. definitely, no doubt, they're happier where, they're, where there's play.
1: Yeah, they and are. Their day
0: probably yeah. goes a lot faster.
1: I, it feels that way, even when you're over there. I'm not even a part of that family, and the day goes faster over there than it does over on the other side, where they're just kind of like, Wishing time away, yeah. and and it's fascinating to see how that works. You should get more coffee.
0: Yeah. Well, we probably have to get to work, but I think we need to continue this conversation right. in another podcast. Okay. Yeah, but we got to wait, end. This.
1: Wait, I don't know how to do that. You're the one that does the podcast. Yeah. I'm just here. This has been a great conversation <laughs> on manual literacy. Wow. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I can tell already that we need to have more conversations on this, and we probably, you're right, we need to grab another cup of coffee, and I think I'm going to hit the stop button on this one, and maybe we can come back and let's see if we can hit another topic. What do you think? Sounds great. All right. Thank till, you. Thank you. Until next time. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Amber with TW Controls. Hey, thanks for finding our channel. Here's a playlist with some similar videos. And YouTube thinks you'll like these. When you're ready for some intense PLC training, check out our PLC lab. And if our videos have helped you out and you're not using our products, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Till next time. See ya.